When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Cover Band Central Wisdom Hour number 19. I'm Steve Witchell coming to you live from New Orleans. Hey, Tony Barnard coming to you live from scenic New Jersey. Yes, sir. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well today. Excellent. Yes, we, uh, we are currently live on the page, Cover Band Central page, and I am about to share it to the group uh, just give me one second here. For Share us, away. Yes. For us, it is Tuesday evening, a little after 8 o'clock. We started a little late um, due to technical issues, <laughs> let's just say. Matt, Matt. Yes. Um, and it looks like we're good. And Technological I w- challenges. Yes. I'm going to share to... The Coverman Central Group, which is still continuing to explode. We're well over 14,000 people in there now, and there's a couple hundred people that have uh, asked to join that I have not approved yet because I'm behind a little bit on this stuff. Um, and here we go. That should be good. It's not like it's 14,000 people, Steve. Come on. It's. I'll tell you exactly what it is right now. 14,432 members, 539 new in the last seven days, 186 people waiting to join. Uh, so here we go. Okay, we are live on the group, live on the page. Bah, bah, bah. Very good. Um, hopefully, if anybody's listening, and i got to pull up the comments on Spreaker too, because uh, some people comment here. Um, but um, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I think you're going to say there's audio issues. Let us know. Yes, that is exactly what I was going to say, Tony. Very good. I'm a Kreskin, dude. You are very good. Um, oh, balls. I just. Speaking of audio problems, I just yanked out the cable. <laughs> Reaching for something, I yanked out the damn cable. Welcome to Cover Band Central Comedy <laughs> Hour. <laughs> right. That's why we call it Wisdom Hour, folks. Yeah. If you have any comments or, you know, 
pointers or suggestions on how to overcome technological challenges, please let us know. Would the first suggestion would be learn how to use the equipment that you're using. Yes. That would work. Prior to six minutes before you need <laughs> to use it. Well, what happened was, and I, I told you a little bit about it, I went out and brought a, bought a new, brand new mixer today for this, for, for the purposes of this podcast and for, obviously, any other audio things that I do. But right now, this is, uh, its main function is to try and make this thing sound good. And um, hopefully it does. Um, <laughs> well, brother, I admire your you know commitment and dedication to making the show the best it can be. Thank you. And it's you know it's going to take still some more learning on my part because I'm no no engineer, um, but uh, I do like to fiddle with electronics and. Well, we've been through about seven engineers now, so you got to just you know <laughs> yeah. stop farming and find the right one. Right. Well, it's always me. Anyway. Yep. So, um, what's new with yep. you, brother? Oh, I went to um, the Great Pumpkin Blaze this weekend. 10,000 pumpkins. Uh, it's like a sold-out event. It's up in, uh, just over the border, like Briarcliff Manor, New York, over the New Tappan Zee Bridge, and okay. uh, up north a ways. And it was cool, man. You know, I've been trying to go for a while. Always keep forget to buy the tickets early, and by the time I remember, it sold out. So we actually made it uh, and checked it out. It was, it was cool. I had to send me some pictures. They had all, you know, like I said, ten thousand pumpkins, all carved, Statue of Liberty, twenty-five feet tall, headless horseman, full-blown like horse with the guy on it holding the head, and really talented. Uh, you know, real, real interesting display of talent, Sweet. and. Uh, they like shellac all the pumpkins so that the squirrels can't eat them. And mm. some of them have candles in them. Some of them have LED lights. But it was cool. Very cool, festive, fall. You know, it was good weather. Leaves are changing. It was a good time. Nice. Any Anything new in gigging world since this is a cover band podcast? Well, yes, <laughs> what I was doing. So I figured I'd let <laughs> I you know. I do you know? love that. I, 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 if you let me finish, I carved <laughs> a drum set out of pumpkins. And oh, I nice. played them on Saturday out in the park and made some money. Really? No, but I just thought that'd be a good segue. <laughs> That's good. I, I am gigging, um, not this weekend, but the next uh, following weekend, playing a big benefit show for uh, charity in Mendham, New Jersey. And uh, it should be a real good time. Again, outdoors, good fall, festive uh, event for a good, great cause. And I'm uh, looking forward to that. Nice. That sounds good. I love this time of year in the Northeast. I miss it. There's no fall down here in, in New Orleans. You know, you don't get leaves changing. You don't get the, you know. The it's nice. Like you said, fall's my favorite time. Brisk, you know, little light jacket. Weather outside, cool. Fires burning. Leaves changing. Uh, you know, just, just all around fun. Right. Leather weather. Comfortable weather, yeah. I used to call it leather weather. Um, cool. Um, so we were, uh, I like to keep stuff topical, you know, since we're doing this live. Like um, an ointment? Yes. <laughs> um, and so we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about, uh, events of the last couple of days. Um, I think, um, yeah. starting with like, Vegas. Yeah. Well, 
Um, and the reason that I think it's relevant to us is obviously because there was a concert. There's musicians involved. And this is the third one, I think, in the last two years. There was the Ariana Grande one. Um, and then there was the, well, it wasn't a concert, but there was a nightclub in Orlando. There was no band playing, I don't think, but there was, you know, it's a music. Yeah, band. no, there was the metal band playing overseas in Europe. That was one. Right, right. Um, oh, what, what, that was, uh, what was the name of that band? Uh, De- Eagles of Death Metal, right? Something, yes, Eagles. Yeah. And that was, uh, yeah, I remember there, there was a documentary on that too that I saw on uh, HBO or something. Um, pretty heavy duty. So, you know, I, you, for me anyway, playing especially playing in New Orleans where it's such a major city and there's already gun crime here. Um, you know, it's pretty prevalent. Um, it, it just makes my uh, awareness heightened. Um, but, it, you know, I feel like the last time this happened, it heightened my awareness then too and then it kind of wanes after a while. And, um, I don't know. I don't know how helpful that is to have heightened awareness because you can't always just be walking around looking for somebody with a gun. It's the world we live in, man. You know, there's people out there that have issues, and for whatever reason, they they go off the rails and they decide to, you know, to do things that you couldn't even imagine. Right. And you can't put sense to it because it's senseless. You know. It's just the reality of the world we live in, and it's just, like you said, you can't be in heightened awareness all the time or, or live in fear of it, but right, it's a reality that, you know, anything can happen anytime, and, you know, it's just, it, it's very uncivilized, and it, it's it's very tragic, and, and, you know, most of all, it's just senseless. Yeah. Um, rough, man. Yeah, horrible. You know, just, um, obviously. Um and you know, I, I don't even know. I went. I did a live uh, a broadcast yesterday on in the group, and I've been doing that more frequently lately, um, where I just turn camera on and, and talk to the group about um, stuff, um, especially stuff that's going on, whether it's a topic in the group or you know something that's in the news. And um, you know that happened, and then and then Tom Petty passed away. Um, and people were kind yeah. of flipping out about that. So, so I went in and just talked to the group and said, Hey, look, you know, if you need to vent here in the group, go ahead. If you know, if you want to talk to me, go ahead, send me a message. Uh, you want to comment here right now on this video, go ahead. Um, and, uh, it's, it's nice to have this community of musicians where we can, you know, stay on top of things. But I, you know, for, for stuff like this, the, the only thing you can do, yeah, like you said, is just. You know, you keep on keeping on, man. Do your thing, and and you can, we can't walk around in fear, no matter what happens. No, and you know, and, and we pray for those who have had to endure a loss because of it. Yeah, who've been affected by it, other than just reading about it, you know. Right, but um, you know, if you were part of that, especially if you're a musician and you were in at that venue, it's. It's never going to leave you. Um, well, yeah, I read today Jason uh, Aldean, he canceled, you know, a week's worth of shows in that area, like, you know, Anaheim and uh, California out that way. Right. Uh, just because he said the band is, uh, you know, they're going to mourn 
learn themselves, you know, and just reflect a little bit and pray for peace for, for, you know, the world. But it's, it's, you know, it's affected them to the point too, where, like you said, they're going to take, take a week off just to regroup and, and get their mind around it. Yeah. And I saw, I was driving um, past the arena here in New Orleans today and I saw on the screen that Jason Aldean's going to be here at the end of this month. Um, so he's gonna, still going to be playing. Um, so good for him doing that. Uh, so, yeah, I don't want to get too much into that, but that's something, obviously, that's on people's minds right now. And on the Yeah, just a crazy world we live in, you know? It's crazier every day. Yeah. Which is why uh, another reason, and uh, getting to, you know, Tom Petty passing, um, you know, I wrote this article, or an article last year when Prince died, and then... I re, uh, I I, I kind of uh, uh, revamped it a little bit when Chris Cornell died, um, and I'm not going to do it again. But the 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 crux of the article is that um, you know we as cover band musicians are more important than ever because these original artists that that we've admired that are our heroes um, that have brought so much so much great music to the world um, are eventually all going to be gone. No doubt about it. Eventually, um, yeah. I mean, at least Tom Petty went out, you know, naturally. Like he wasn't, uh, you know, he didn't take his own life or succumb to an overdose or anything. You know, he just I think he had a heart attack or a stroke. Yeah, heart, uh, cardiac arrest. They said basically, yeah, heart attack. Um, um, so yeah, that, that's a good point, Tony. You know, his number was up, and and you know he he passed on, but. Like you said, it was of no doing of his own through any type of, uh, you know, self-inflicted type of event, you know? Yeah, other than smoking a lot of weed, which might have... (laughs) Yeah, and then being a tough tough paper route for a bunch of years there, you know? Yeah, that might have done his heart in, but, but... But I mean, he left behind such an amazing catalog of music, you know, such... I saw him live... In Jersey at, at uh, PNC uh, Bank Art Center, which used to be the Garden State Art Center. It's an outdoor amphitheater uh, yeah. type of venue. Holds about 3,000 or so. Um, and um, Or maybe it's more than that. 6,000 maybe? How, ma- how many would you think that place holds? Uh, more than 1,000, less than 10,000. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. Um, and it was just hit after hit after hit after hit. I mean, it was, you know, nonstop. And it, and songs that you kind of forget about that even like if you got Tom Petty's greatest hits aren't on there but they're still a hit song and you hear it and you're like oh yeah I, you know I forgot about the song I haven't heard it in a long time blah 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 and it's just I'm just amazing and you know it was about 10 years ago so he was about 56 and his voice was still fantastic very strong you know and he's got a very unique um, tone to his voice um, 17,500 people PNC holds. did you just look it up I sure did. Oh, wow. That's way more than I thought. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and um, so, I mean, the point anyway of the article that I wrote and the point that I keep driving home is that, <coughs> excuse me, we need to, we it's our responsibility and our uh, obligation as, as cover band musicians to keep this great music alive. And that's what we already do. But um, for future generations, they're going to, we're going to want them to do it too because uh, people always want to enjoy that live music experience. There, there's nothing like it. Um, uh, 
you know, the, the energy, the organic nature of it, the electricity in the air, um, when, when you're watching a band live. And this music, people are still going to want to hear it live, even if it's not with the original artist. So uh, there was a, a, a woman that posted uh, yesterday in the group that she said, I play in a Tom Petty tribute band. What am I supposed to do now? She was, you know, heartbroken. Um, <laughs> that's There's a pun for you, right? Heart, heartbreakers. <laughs> oh, no, what are I going to do now? No more new material. I shouldn't have done that. But, um, <laughs> but um, I, you know, I just responded to her. I was like, you, you know, you're more important than ever now because people want to have that experience of Tom Petty music live. So, you're never going to get it from the original guy. Um, right. But you have a Tom Petty tribute band, that, so people can still, you know, sort of carry that torch and uh, as musicians. And, uh, you know, that holds true for so many different bands. Um, and and even the ones that are still alive, some of them don't tour anymore. But, you know, eventually they're just all going to be gone. And But this music, this amazing music that's been written over the last 50, 60 years future generations are still going to want to experience it um so we we our role as cover band musicians i think is more important than ever has been and i think the timing of doing this whole thing with cover band central is has been perfect um because we've seen such a a a frequency of of our our heroes passing on you know yeah and also you know our heroes and bands that we admire that don't tour anymore that you know are not doing reunion tours or have lost members and will not continue to play anymore. Right, like Pink Floyd. You know they could. Well, you know Gilmore's alive, Waters is alive. Uh, Richard Wright died, I believe. Um, so, but you know, if you had Gilmore and and Waters, you have Pink Floyd, basically. But they're never going to play together. <laughs> so, no, exactly. You know, and that I did hear a rumor of there might be a police reunion. Uh, if they can put that together, didn't they do one like re- uh, relatively recently, like within the last ten years or so? I thought they I did. So they also talked about maybe a, a yes reunion with Getty on bass. Re- really? All right, that would be weird. That would be. That would be weird. He, 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 he could hold it down though. Oh, of course, but Chris Squire and 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 Getty Lee are just all, both amazing, incredible bass players, but sort of very different too. But, you know, yeah. of course, Getty Lee could just go learn the songs and, and nail it. Actually, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty, you know, for authentically, too, you know. Because Rush isn't going to tour anymore, according to uh, recent reports, I guess. But I, I think I've heard them say that before. But, but no, you know. I think no more. Neil has such bad arthritis that he can't play anymore. Okay. So, yeah, Getty wants to keep playing. He can just go play with Yes. That'd be cool. I don't know. Can John Anderson still sing that stuff, though? I don't know. That's the other thing too, right? Some of these guys, they just can't, they can't hit the notes anymore vocally, you know? Right. So at that point, it's not worth doing it or, you know, like you said, they got a replacement. There's plenty of YouTubers out there, plenty of young talent that can hit hit all that stuff, you know? Right. I always wondered about that. If they would, you know, if they would do a reunion with an unknown person, you know, to be able to, uh, to take over the vocals if, if the vocalist couldn't perform anymore. That would be cool. And, and th- I mean, there was the whole thing with um, Judas Priest with a guy that was uh, picked out of a tribute band. Um, yeah. Uh, what the hell was his name? Gunner, Gunner something? 
Was that it? And then they made the, the movie Rockstar, which was kind of based on that idea. So, yeah. um, that you know that that's a really good reason I think to have not only you know have a really good band that you're uh, that you're suited for, um, especially if you're a front person, but also have a really good representation of it online with your your Facebook pages with your videos and stuff, so people will find you. I, did you see that movie the uh, about Journey? The um, it was it's on Netflix, I think, um, and it's, uh, it's Journey. Don't stop believing. I guess it's called. No, I did not. It's really, really good. It's it's um, how they went about and found and 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 people are going to kill me for not knowing the guy's name, but the the, the current singer in Journey, the the uh, the Asian guy, um, and and how how they found it, and the whole process was filmed when they did it. Um, so it, it's a really cool, it's a really awesome documentary to see that whole process and and how this this guy got this gig, um, and he was uh, uh, Neil Sean was just looking for uh for singers on youtube and they they filmed it when it when it actually when he was actually doing it um and he was just you know scouring youtube looking for singers and he found this guy and i think he was in the like the philippines um I, I, like well he put no he put um he must have put it no maybe he didn't put an ad out it was a while ago that i saw this i gotta watch it again but um <laughs> But that's like a great storyteller, Steve. But anyway, yeah, um, a friend of this singer sent uh, the video, I guess, to Neil Sean, or or he's the one that posted the video. And Neil Sean contacted this friend of the singer and said, "Hey, this is Neil Sean from Journey, uh, and I'm not kidding. And I really want to hear, you know, know something about this guy who is singing these Journey covers." And so then he invited him to audition. Um, and they filmed that whole thing too, his whole audition. Or and they also filmed this guy prior to coming to the audition. So they, I guess, they anticipated that it was really gonna something was gonna happen. Um, and they put together all these pieces of the the video that they filmed. But it's it's really cool. It's the point is for a long story to get to this simple point. But um, having a representation of yourself online is so important, man, because you never know when you know Neil Sean's going from Journey is going to call you up and and or write to you and say hey can you come play with us can you come That's funny me? I was recording in the uh, the Den studio in Whippany with Zach Risby and Jimmy Wilgus and Billy Squire had been there uh the same night we we were arriving I was loading in he was loading out and it ended up that his he had you know he was doing some overdubs or he was, as he was producing a band there so he was in a producer role and his car had a dead battery so he said, I'll have to pick it up tomorrow. I'll come back. I'll get in touch with you. And it just made me think of when Jimmy Wilkes told the story when he was sleeping and his mom came into his room because he was living home, you know, we were young. And he said, she says, Jimmy, Billy Squire's on the phone for you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that's awesome. Like Neil Sean calling, right? Right. Or like in the movie Rockstar, the guy, you know, Calling uh, Mark Wahlberg, yeah, and uh, so good stuff. You know, you never know where your talent will lead you to, or who will see you, or how you will end up where you are. Yeah, um, such a stickler for people having a good representation of themselves online. People, especially people our age, did are are resistant to it. 
I mean, you even sort of fit into that category because you're not a, a Facebook guy. Um, so, um, I, you know, I think as a working musician who is, who is trying to expand themselves out into something other than what they're doing, Facebook is essential. You, you have to be on Facebook. You have to have a, a profile. You have to have a representation of yourself online because that is how people look for you. That is how people will, will um, figure out what, what you're about. And, you know, people want to know things right away. What do you look like? What do you, you know, what, how old are you? Uh, what have you done? Um, and I'm not saying, you know, that like, I understand your reasons for not being on it and that's fine. Uh, but I, I think for the majority of musicians who are looking to do something, looking to expand themselves out into the world of music, whether it's, you know, finding a gig, finding, uh, the right players, um, you know, finding an agent, you know, whatever, um, you need to have something, a good representation of yourself online, like meaning Facebook, a Facebook page, a website, YouTube videos, or just videos in general. Um, and people our age, a lot of them are resistant, our age and older, you know, we get people in the group that are, are, you know, 60, 65 years old still, still playing um but they're sort of you know not as tech savvy as younger folk yeah i mean it's easier than ever right with all the technology and the platform that's out there you can definitely you know like you said get out and get exposure to a lot more people than whenever we were growing up in bands you know we used to take out full page ads in like ec rocker or stepping out magazine you know and you get to that fan base but Online, you can you literally millions of people know and instantly can access your profile. Right, and you just there's not only that, but you just need to be just simple fundamental things uh, it, as far as being on the computer on the internet. Sp- you know, know how to spell. You know, know how to uh, put together a sentence. Um, I mean, just simple basic things that everybody should know how to do. Um, Because you'd be amazed how many people can't even do that. Well, even to your point, if you struggle with that, everyone has a friend or someone that knows somebody, you know, who is savvy with language and can spell and has good grammar. You know what I mean? So enlist some help if it's not your strong point, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's easier than ever, though, for spelling, because if you type a word in onto Facebook or, or basically anywhere, Google and you're spelling it wrong, it's going to get a little red squiggly line underneath it that's telling you this is not spelled right. And if you right-click on that, if you're on a PC, right-click on that, it will give you the correct spelling. <laughs> and you just click that, and there you go. Um, it only takes a but second. But I mean, aside from that, if you're not a wordsmith or you don't know how to craft you know, a bio for yourself, you, know, right. you can have someone else write it for you who's a better, yeah. you know, dramatically. Yeah, um, you know, and I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about basic communication of, of things. And and really f- try to follow direction. Like, that's the thing that I'm struggling with <laughs> the most, the dude, on, on the group, is people just don't follow direction. Now, I'm going to give you an example. I wrote a, 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 a post yesterday, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, we're getting a lot of booking agents joining this group who are looking for bands. Many of you have stated that one of your biggest challenges is getting gigs. So, guys and gals, post your videos. Whoops, and I just clicked off it. Damn it. <laughs> I just hit the, the this button by mistake, and now I gotta go find it again. Uh, mercy, uh, mercy, mercy me! All right. Well, 
the upshot of it was, um, and, and I gave a little bit more direction in there, and I said, um, oh, all right, I found it again. Okay, post your videos. This is the best way to get their attention and allow them to see, allow them to see and hear you immediately. When you post your video, be sure to put in the description where you are located, a link to your Facebook page and or website, a brief description of the clip. Make sure the video is only one song. Most people aren't going to sit and watch something that is too long. Pick your best stuff and start networking. Go. So um, a couple people started posting uh, videos in the comments of that, of my post. And, and, you know, I was, I was driving to my gig and I saw that. And so I jumped in and I said, um, post your videos in a new post, please. Not here in the comments. You know, so this way you have your, your single rep- representation of your thing. So you say, uh, you know, John Smith, here's my band, the John Smiths. And, and then that's your post and other people can comment on that and, and share it from your thing. Um, and you'll, you'll have more of an opportunity, more, uh, it'll be easier for you to be seen by these people that I'm referring to, the the agents and and whatnot. So after I said, not here in the comments, again, people just kept posting videos in the comments. And then, so I jumped and I was on stage. I saw that and I jumped in again. I said, again, please don't post videos in this thread. (laughs) And then underneath that, there's more videos. And you weren't clear enough on how to do it. And like, so, and I did a post today and I said, uh, um, uh, what the hell did I say? (laughs) I really should have been more prepared with this and it had in front of me. Oh, no, that's not the one. It's the thing that I don't like about Facebook groups is it's hard to find things you know there's no there's it's you can but it's it's complicated it's not easily accessible and the order of hosts here aren't chronological unless you choose chronological okay all right so i posted this today this is a question for agents, promoters, and club owners slash managers only for the benefit and inner parentheses for the benefit of bands and musicians in this group. Here's the question. What are you looking for with bands you hire? Please be as detailed and specific as possible and also let us know where you are from. Simple enough, right? Right? You with me? I'm with you. Okay. Um, so I got three comments right away from musicians saying, well, I'm not an agent, but I think that this should be blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I, my, I didn't type this in, but my immediately, immediate response felt like, what is it about club owners, managers only that you didn't understand? This is a question for them, not for you. <laughs> So, so part of the wisdom hour nineteen tonight is to, you know to take heed and note of directions and yes. things that to save yourself a lot of grief and also the person that you are 
responding to or coming to. But, you know, it gets back to just communication in general. How many times people are talking or saying things and people just don't get it or they miss the point or they, they're trying to get a point across and it's, it's not communicated clearly. Like, you know, they always say the, the biggest mystery or the biggest illusion of communication, you know, communication is that is a, 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 the illusion that has actually happened. Right. So you think you're communicating something, but it really is lost in translation. So lesson learned for wisdom hour number 19, pay strict attention, follow directions. Yeah. I mean, it really does increase your chances of success. You don't have to be better at your instrument necessarily. You have to be better at communicating. Just know how to communicate with people. Um, Take that time that you would put into, you know, working on your craft to, um, you know, to, to, to write uh, something that makes sense to people and to, to, to read what people are asking for you, asking for you to do and do it. It's not hard. <laughs> and it's like, it's crazy, man, that the standard is so low that when somebody actually does something correctly, it's like, wow, it's amazing. They actually did what we asked. Yeah, you stand out. <laughs> you stand out. In the crowd of, of nonconformists. Yeah. You don't have to be the best. You just have to be... Um, to be able to, like you said, communication, even, you know, communicating musically, right? When you're on stage with the, with the rest of your band and being cognizant of volume and, uh, you know, and space and sound. And it's, it's all, you know, it's... The more you pay attention to things... And the more your eyes and ears are open, right, and you're receptive to to, to observing things, you're that much further ahead than the next guy that's not doing that. Right. Yeah. And be, just be a good person, man. Be like, don't be an asshole. <laughs> hey, so getting back to tonight's Wisdom Hour was we couldn't do it last night because you had a gig. Yeah, I, I'm playing six nights this week. Tonight's my only night off. Um, I played at the Swamp last night, Sunday night and last night. And uh, I'll be at the Swamp tomorrow and Thursday. And then Crazy Corner Friday, Saturday. And then back at the Swamp on Sunday. And then I'll have two nights off. Maybe. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's good to be busy. It is good to be busy. It's a little overwhelming at times. I would say. As anything can be, you know, look for the positive in all challenging situations and you're ahead of the game. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at that for the most part. Um, challenging situations have been coming, uh, you know, more fast and furious lately, but, um, but I'm, you know, holding up, getting it done. We, we, so yeah, I mean, you and I had, we, I guess we should tell people we, we did the, uh, was Mauer 19 to, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, what, it was two weeks ago, and it didn't. It, we had some issues with uh, Spreaker, which is where we record this. Um, well, Spreaker had some issues with Spreaker. We didn't have them, um, and it just didn't. It didn't work. It didn't. The whole thing was just a, a hiss. Um, so it was kind of the lost episode. So we. So the stuff we talked about two weeks ago. Um, people are not up to speed on so i was having should we even talk about that now or is it old news what do you think it's old news i think we move forward my situation yeah 
So that's going to have to be left in, uh, you know, nowhere land. <laughs> that story. And that's fine. That's that's probably for the best. Uh, but, um, you know, challenging situations. Yeah, the synopsis of the Wisdom Hour was that we are all up against challenging situations at times with people that we may not want to, you know, continue in the situations with. And we look for the good, and we are paramount to the situation. And we are, again, as we said, eyes and ears open, looking for the good. And at the same time, um, you know, figuring out how to not let the worst of situations dampen our moods and our joy. Especially if you're making music and doing something you enjoy, and maybe there's an aspect of it that's not, that is, you know, bringing negative tone into the situation to be able to get past that and around it right and and still enjoy what we're doing and not be hindered by other influences that may not be in our best interest right i have one word for that what's that oh that was the wrong one damn it (laughs) long long time ago (laughs) that's why you need an engineer all right Let's go we back. went down memory lane. We had some good stuff Let's last week. go back week. to the edit. All right. I have one word for that. Wisdom! Yeah. <laughs> some wisdom. Yeah. Busy. Yeah, we talked about this um, uh, two weeks ago when we were doing this. I, I have these voicemails uh, from Tony, and uh, I always save voicemails that either that are either make me laugh or when somebody's singing. I love it. I always want to go back to them and, and listen. Um, and uh, you did that a lot. Like you would you would call me and leave a voicemail and sing and just make up a song. I love when people just make up a song on my voicemail. It's so funny. That's when we can start on how Wisdom Hours started and the origins of the first initial Wisdom Hours before it was even Wisdom Hour. Right. Yeah, and we had talked about that. Uh, early on when we started this whole thing we, we talked about it but I, I I wanted to review it again um, just to uh, for uh, for any new folks but you know you can go back to the archives and listen from the beginning a lot of wisdom 19 hours worth brother that's yeah for, 19 hours of back to back marathon if you have nothing to do for a weekend just camp yeah. out you just binge listen to the wisdom hour and uh, you will uh, emerge a, a new person you revel in the amount of wisdom. Yes. Um, and, uh, what else? oh, yeah, and I gave a shout-out, and I want to do it again, to um, uh, a podcast called Gig Gab Podcast. It's uh, Paul Kent and Dave Hamilton. Um, they um, were really kind of my inspiration for starting this whole thing because they had me on their show uh, last year, early last year, and um, Paul Kent had reached out to me because he stumbled on cover band central and he was following it and and he sent me an email and invited me on the show and i was on and some people have joined cover band central as a result of hearing me on their podcast uh they're both really super cool guys um and they're i i invite i i uh, urge you to check them out gig gap podcast um on on facebook you can find it and then you can find the link to their their thing and uh the reason especially i want to mention this now is because I, paul He's a guitar player. He's from California, and he's going to be in New Orleans, and I think it's this weekend. i got to email him and make sure, but I think it's this weekend because I, I told him when he comes into town, he can get up on stage and play, and uh, I, I, I insist that he does. 
And um, uh, I'm really looking forward to that, uh, meeting somebody that I just met online by having this cover band central thing. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I love when people get up and jam and when people that I don't, that I've never played with, and but I know they can play, you know? Yeah, bring them up. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, check out those guys out. They do a really good job with their podcast. And uh, I will have a report on jamming with him next week, hopefully. I think it's this weekend that he's here. Um, so, what else did we talk? Well, I think that's we, we covered most of what we talked about. You know, I'm, I'm in a situation now, what you alluded to, with I'm working with a difficult person, but um, I've, I, I've really, well, I, at first I, I made the decision to be grateful for it rather than be angry about it um, and realize that it's, it's meant to help me, to teach me to something. And I felt it was really helping me stay more present, stay more in the moment and just really kind of sink into the music and I've been doing really well with that and it's really it's a, it's a fun practice um, don't get emotionally don't emotionally react to somebody if you don't agree with them and just stay in the stay in your zone your little comfy place and uh, that's been uh, it's been challenging but it's been rewarding too so yeah and like we talked about lessons to be learned right in personal leadership through enduring things that you may not want to do but changing your thought process and your view of the situation and then adjusting your attitude accordingly so you can continue yeah very well said i mean that's exactly what i did i just changed my thought process i said okay instead of being angry i'm going to be grateful for this and then it led me to that you know just to being in the moment more like and that's a good practice for anybody in life for any life situation is to turn just learn to be more present be more here and now don't be ruled by your brain your ego uh your fears um and life is way way more enjoyable i mean listen think of it this way we've all been in the situation right where you're you've left someplace you're in your car and then all of a sudden you're home and you have no idea how you got there oh boy not, not that you're drinking or impaired, but you know what I mean? You're distracted or you're you're not paying attention to the driving aspect of getting yourself from point A to point B. But you know, you know, you get there and you're present, kind of, but you're on autopilot, right? Right. And then you look in the back seat and you see like a whole bunch of groceries and you're like, shit, I don't even remember going to the store either. But somehow you got home. So, you know, when our thoughts are on autopilot, right, it's very easy to get pulled into things, Right. And, you, and then you wind up someplace maybe you don't want to be. So by being present, like you said, and being in the moment and thinking consciously about our thoughts, you know, I mean, like, you wake up in the morning, there's nothing preventing you from being happy and being excited about that moment, other than maybe a thought about something that may have happened in the past or has yet to happen that you're not looking forward to. But at that very moment... There's nothing that's preventing you from, you know, being happy and satisfied and being excited about life. And then something may happen that derails that and you have to learn how to rebound quickly and say, well, I can get sucked into this and change my whole attitude and my demeanor and be, you know, poisoned by this, uh, you know, negative experience or something that has diminished 
your outlook on the day, or you can remember and say, but that's, you know, I'm not going to let that happen. Right. Yeah, you know, not being ruled by your, your fears of the future or your, your experiences from the past and just being right here in the moment where there really is no problem. You know, you, you and I, I, I think we talked about this on that lost yeah. episode that the that you and I are both, uh, you know, into law of attraction, understanding and practices. And uh, I know a lot of that, that will be foreign to a lot of people um, that, that just that term law of attraction. But um, um it really does help in all aspects of your life and, and especially being a, a working musician, really anything, but, um, well, you choose to respond or you can choose to react, right? There's a big difference there. And I think that determines a lot of the temperature of how people's lives end up being, you know, events unfold. Are you reacting or are you responding? Right. Right. Because if you have control, we all have control over, our thoughts, our attitudes, our behaviors, you know, we just need to choose, you know, the, the, the correct path at that time that's going to give you the most fruitful outcome and keep your self aligned with, you know, with a positive energy. There's negative right. energy around us all the time, right? We just have to make the choice not to succumb to it. Right. Um, I'm sorry, I got distracted for a second. I was just checking to make sure this recording on. Well, but you know, like you're walking, like let's say you walk into a restaurant or you walk into some place and a guy gets up and has a coffee in his hand, doesn't see you coming, you guys collide, he spills it on himself, and r immediately the guy is like, you idiot, you weren't watching where you were going and you just crashed into me. And blah, blah. Very easy, right? To definitely get engaged in a heated altercation at that very moment, right? They'll be like, well, F you, buddy. You stood up right in front of me. Like, you're not paying attention to what you're doing, you know? Right. And you can choose that sort of response and you can escalate the situation, you know, where you can say, you know, immediately the easiest thing to, to diffuse it and not have anybody be getting upset is to say, I'm really sorry, you know? I, you know, for whatever reason, we did collide. I was distracted. I didn't see you. Whatever may be the case, I really apologize. Can I buy you another cup of coffee? You know, can, can I get you something to clean off your sleeve with? You know, it's a different approach, right? Even if you're, you know, not in the wrong and the guy continues to berate and scream and yell, at least you could say, hey, you know, like I said, there's nothing I can do to prevent what happened, but I'm, I'm sorry that it didn't, you know, right. have a good day. <clears throat> right. And that's... Instead of being out in the parking lot, you know, schooling the guy and getting in fisticuffs over what? Right. Because he, you know, he thinks he's right and he's not, and you're going to prove the point that he's not, that you're right. There's no right, 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 right. Yeah, Wayne Dyer quote said, "When you have the choice to be right or be kind, always be kind." Yeah, it's this is better in the long run, you know. Yeah, um, and you know, and, and I have that experience. I had that experience last week. And it, it's happened before. I've seen it happen before a lot here in New Orleans, only because I play so much. And we play so long when we're on stage so people can kind of get, you know, everybody's got their lives, everybody's got their things, so people can get in moods and, and react. Um, so you know, there was a, a circumstance last week where two of the band members got in a, a loud verbal argument on stage um, that was, you know, pointless. It was ridiculous. There was no, there was no reason for it. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to get the into the who's and the what's, but 
um, it's you know illustrates your point that that uh, you just have to accept what happened, accept responsibility for it yourself. Um, you know, even if you're wrong, um, you, you, like being right, and that's what happened in this circumstance. Like that one person who started it wanted to has to be right. This person always has to be right. He's not somebody who takes ownership or responsibility for himself. Um, so uh, that doesn't bode well for working in a group situation. You know, it's it's not a good thing if you're a band member to do that. No, it makes it difficult for everyone to get along, you know? Mm. Yeah, and I, you know, I've been guilty of, uh, of letting my emotions fly on stage. And I'm not going to say I'm ever perfect. Um, and it's just, I'm an emotional guy and I get very passionate when I'm playing. Um, and especially if I'm running things, you know, I'm, I'm like really focused and into it. So, um, so this has really helped me, um, get a, get a rein on my emotions. And, you know, you you would think that, oh, okay, you have to suppress your emotions. You're not going to have as much fun, but it's just, just suppressing those negative emotions. And it doesn't really take any effort. Um, you know, people think it's it's harder to do that, but it's actually easier. Um, so, and that's, you know, enabled me to have a lot more fun over the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, right on for more fun. Yeah. Like last night, we had this dude who plays with us once in a while. And he just came in and he had a saxophone. And he got up on stage and, and played sax on it, like, four or five songs and it was just so awesome he was standing right next to me and i was like you know i'm in this little tiny space as it is on stage and now i got this guy standing next to me using my microphone for his sax i have like no room to stand or anything but i just i loved it having that i love the sound of a saxophone and he's a really good player he's a young guy really good musician um and it just like I was getting chills there on stage. I'm just like I'm in this moment. I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the the groove of the song and the the sound of the the tone of the the sax, the the notes he's choosing. All of it just felt I was swimming in it. And it's a that's why I do this. You know, it's an amazing thing that people don't get to experience that don't do this like we do. Yeah, it's easy. To, it's easy to forget with like with anything in life. You know enjoying the good things because we're distracted by stupid stuff. Yeah, stupid stuff. Fear-based, all of it, man. All of it's fear-based. Yeah, absolutely. The the stupid stuff. Stupid stuff, SS. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. SD, right? Because it's both stupid stuff. Yes. Unimportant. Yes. So, uh... What else did I want to talk? Um, I got. Um, I'm really inspired to do more video in the group and do more like live stuff. I wish you were there, man, so you could be a part of this. So you could, so you could, uh, you know, be a part of it. <laughs> it's it's gonna be so much fun. Um, oh, I'll come down and visit. We'll have fun. Uh, no, I mean on Facebook. Um, yeah, I said I'll come visit. Okay. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, lo- I love doing a live broadcast where I'm just turning the camera on and talking to people. Um, and uh, I'm going to start doing that more frequently. Uh, but I ordered um, some, like, studio lighting. And um, so I ha- can have it really look professional. And I'm going to get um, 
probably going to get the green screen and have the like cool background and where I can put up graphics and put up videos and stuff because I really want to make sort of a quote unquote show. Um, but I want to do tutorials, uh, and I'm very inspired at, um, and learning from a guy named Bob Doyle who um, was in a movie called The Secret, which is about law of attraction. Bob has become a friend of mine. He's uh, he's a musician as well, and he's you know basically a teacher of of law of attraction. And uh, but he's a regular guy. He's a regular dude, just like you and me. Uh, but he just knows this stuff cold, and he's and he's very good at articulating it. And uh, um, so I'm actually part of a, a thing that he's doing this group thing um, for 90 days, which I just started two weeks ago. And uh, it's a blast. You know, it's all mostly law of attraction related, but it's just people hanging out in this place, this safe space, to talk about anything. And Bob kind of runs the whole thing, and he's just so good at it. Um, and but anyway, he he does these broadcasts where he has you know a cool backdrop with a green screen and able to put up graphics and stuff. So I'm sort of trying to model after the way he does it for for me to present things to Cover Band Central. And and uh, um, I'm going to do some tutorials, dude. I'm I'm going to do like free tutorials where I get on and just talk about one topic. Like say for instance, uh, how to how to put your Facebook page together and how to you know the tools to utilize and how to really promote it well, and that would be a thing. And then do that for a while, just do some free ones, and then do exactly what he's doing. Um, you you create a, a private group, invite people. You do uh, I'll do like a thirty day thing where I have sort of intensive live uh, sessions once a week, and then do other little things during the week. Uh, but have it be a group dynamic uh, where everybody's learning from each other. And I, uh, I'll i have like a curriculum put together um, uh, of of the, the, the points that we're going to cover and, you know, charge for it and have that be uh, something that, that that's an excellent resource for people. So that's, uh, that's a, a thing I'm going to really be doing. I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. It's something that that's really jazzing me right now. And um, I, I had spoken about in our Lost episode that I really don't want to play five nights a week anymore. And this week I'm playing six nights. Um, because I... wish so you're not playing five anymore. Play, yeah, well, I want to play six. fewer than five. Um, so I have more time to do this, like to do the things like this, the podcast and, and the, the live videos for, for the group and to really be more involved with the group because I can only... There's so many people. There's between 100 and 200 people joining every day or asking to join every day. And everybody's putting up posts, and it's impossible for me to just keep up with everything because I'm working five nights a week. Um, so I'd love to have more time to devote to that and just devote a, a lot more to Cover Band Central in general, um, the page, the group, the whole community, and the website, getting the website done and getting it up, and let's go. Come on. <laughs> yeah giddy up giddy up yeah it's hard to find time to you know dedicate to things especially when you have many things that you want to dedicate excuse me dedicated to but you could um could wake up an hour early oh yeah 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 and gain yeah. a month at the end of the year worth of time of eight hour days so think about that you yeah know, so whenever someone says oh, i don't have time to practice man I have students that would just say, I just can't find the time to practice. It's not that you can't find the time to practice. It's just that you don't want to. 
you know, invest the time. Because you really want to do it. You'll figure it out. And like I said, if you wake up earlier, let's say, you know, just for example, you get up every day at 7 o'clock to go to work, right? And you work a 9 to 5 job. Well, you know, if you get up at 7 and you have a routine, imagine if you got up at 6 and you spent that hour practicing or doing something other than what you would normally do in the morning. There's no distractions. There's no phones ringing. There's no demands on your time. It's free time, you know? So think about that out there. Yeah. You can gain, you know, valuable time uninterrupted by getting up an hour earlier than you normally would. All right. See, like you have a job, too, where you have to start early. Like I have a job where I work at night. So for me, like that time that you're talking about is at the end. You know, it's because I, I feel like I'm most productive and most in the zone when it's when it's around that time when you wake up, you know, uh, for me, it's like between like 2 a.m. And, and 6 a.m. where I just really feel like focused and, and I can get stuff done um, because people are sleeping, because it's quiet, you know, for the same reasons that you get up early. So I think it's different for everybody. But um, but having that time is so valuable, whether it's early, you know, in the morning or, or at the end of the night. I, I, I think there's probably more of an advantage for you doing it the way you do it. Um, but, um, I'm, for me, I'm not productive when I wake up. (laughs) I just like, no matter what, I'm just like, I, there's the things, the routine things that I have to do that I do when I wake up. And that generally takes about an hour of stuff, you know, you know, taking a piss, walking the dog, um, checking messages, uh, on Facebook, um, you know, checking CBC, um, just, just all that kind of stuff takes about an hour. So, so getting yeah. up an hour earlier for me would just be like, okay, I'm just going to do that stuff an hour earlier. <laughs> yeah, or whenever you can find the hour. Exactly. If you if your day starts at three, when you're really motivated to start doing stuff because you got up at twelve because you played all night, you know, then start doing stuff at two, right? Instead of three, you pick up the hour somewhere, you know. And I heard a guy that they say, you know, everyone wakes up every day. And you have an opportunity to be the best that you can be, right? You can take your mentally, physically, spiritually, what is the investment that you want to make in yourself? And what's the, the, the potential and the peak that you want to reach in those states, right? Mental, physical, right. and spiritual. Right. Yeah, and you know, some yeah. people are pumped and they do it and they're constantly improving themselves and exercising and, you know, reading and doing things that are making them better, right? And other people are not. So we all have the opportunity. It's just, again, a choice. Right. It is a choice. And be focused with your your choice and, and your your uh, your vision, what it, whatever it is you want to accomplish. You know, you, you definitely want to be focused with that. Um, yeah, and, and it's easy to do, but it's easier not to do. Mm-hmm. So that's the choice. Right. And that makes the difference. I have one word for that. Wisdom! <laughs> yes, we are departing with some words of wisdom. Most excellent. Yes. Um, so, anyway, uh, also on CBC, I'm going to be doing a Spotlight Band of the Week. Um, I have the band picked out. I am a little behind on when I wanted to start it, but I'm going to start doing it every week 
Um, and I'm going to pick a band that's out there doing it right. That's you know knows how to promote themselves, knows how to pick the right songs, knows how to dress on stage. Um, you know, uh, sounds good, has fun, all the things that that you're you should be doing if if you want to have a successful band, uh, no matter Just where you play. Or a what. good example of what to do and strive to be. Yeah, those are the bands I'm going to pick for the spotlight band, so other people can learn from them because I want this to be educational and entertaining as well uh, as as it should be and inspirational which is what we try to do here every week except when we miss it a week or two <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like it's, you know to, to your point it's just it's all about getting better and being better right whether that means we're talking about topics about music or band or marketing or contracts or you know it's, it's all related right to, to this cover band community but some of the things that we speak of too on wisdom hour uh can also lend themselves just to how to be better in life right how to be a better navigator of the journey sure so you know yeah yeah man that's that's what we want to do we want to make you better at life <laughs> or help you all good help you and uh yes it is all good all right that's going to wrap it up. We're in an hour. CBC Wisdom Hour, making you better at life. <laughs> that wraps up number 19. We'll be back next week. Uh, any questions, comments, let us know. Facebook.com slash Central. Check out Tony's band, TheWeisenheimers.com. See you next week, brother. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.